Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You, just you, want me to, you want me to test it again? You want me to test it? Because I'll stop it now and then I'll play it right back. No, if you, if you think it's going to work, then it's going to work. Yeah, because it's, it's, it, I see the 2310, which was like two minutes ago, and we've been talking for about that long. So we'll just okay. we'll go ahead and do it, because I was reading the file where it's showing raw recordings, and I see that new one on there. So we'll, we'll, we'll go whatever with that. You, whatever you say, Ace. Da-da-dig. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, any way you want it, that's, that's the, the way, way you need it. Any way you want it. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. All right. So yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So oh, gotta tell you, dude. Um, John told me this great story. He goes that um. You know, he was at the mall today, and he's like, he goes, yeah, he goes, and, you know, kids are out of school, so parents are having to deal with their kids, and he goes, I'm just like, oh, man, I can't, I just don't know how they deal. And he said, this one little girl goes, I want this, you know, and she's like, and his mom's like, no, you can't have it. She's like, you never buy me anything. And she goes, what are you talking about? I bought you a boogie board. I bought you this toy. I bought you some other stuff. And then the girl goes, yeah, you bought it all, but you gave it all away. That doesn't count. (laughs) I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. He goes, he goes, I started laughing and I, I was cracking up and I told John, I go, that's where you want two guys out of nowhere come running up and go, Damn! sideways caps on. Absolutely, shit. you know, the shit's all turned sideways. They're like, oh shit. You know, you have that random guy that just pops up, oh shit. You know. <laughs> so, you know, you know what I do with my kids now? Because I used to do that. Where you try to you try to prove your your case, you're like, you know, I bought you this. I go, yep, no, I, I never buy anything. Yeah, I know, I'm an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and it shuts them up so fast because they're like, fuck, I'm not, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna win this because you're like, oh, I'm, they're agreeing with me. This isn't good. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I never buy anything. Horrible parent. 
never buy anything. <laughs> they just look at the floor. Oh, I did that to some. I did that to my oldest yesterday because she wanted me to buy her a. a I don't know what the fuck it was. To be honest, I didn't give a shit. I don't have any money to buy silly shit. I was like, I don't have any money for that. I'm not buying that. And she's like, you never buy me anything. And I'm like, no, you're absolutely right. Um, when when you go upstairs into your room and then turn on your cable box and your television and then lay on your bed, um, write down all the stuff that I don't buy you so I can, you know, be a better parent and stuff. <laughs> she just she just stared at me and then just slowly turned around and walked away. <laughs> and then she, she you know, I, I got the parent look on my face real serious. And as soon as she goes up the stairs, I look at Lorraine and I go, fucking game, set, match, motherfucker. That's how we do it. She's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, I fucking schooled that kid. She's like, yes, you schooled your 12-year-old daughter. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you got to take a victory when you can get it. <laughs> so I fucking strutted over to the seat. I was like, motherfucker. That's where you. That's where you go. Oh, by the way, do you want some aloe vera? Because you just got burned. <laughs> oh, do you need me to run you to the emergency room? Boom, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> It'd be funny. If I want to get a, a little tape recorder. Well, obviously not a tape recorder, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, and every time I school a kid like that, I'm, I'm gonna play. It's gonna go. Dynamite, dynamite. <laughs> this is gonna be like, yeah. And I'm the, but when I, I play it, my face won't even change. Like, there you go. good? <laughs> oh man! All right, welcome everybody to uh, podcast number eighty-five. And uh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we're, yeah. Recording, we're recording the podcast early this week. Actually, tonight would technically be. The Dark Knight Rises, uh, Midnight Showing Night, which, as you can tell, neither of us are going to. <laughs> no, but we're both going tomorrow. We're both going on Friday night, yeah. That's when, that's when the cool kids go. <laughs> that's when the dudes with jobs go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, when, that's when the dudes that can't afford to sit out and hang out all day where dad, mommy and daddy's paying for everything. That's right. you know? well, speak, speaking of which, well, I forgot to tell you, I got a job interview on Saturday. Today, motherfucker. Get a job interview on a Saturday because it's Best Buy. Oh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, Best Buy, who's already closing like how many thousands of stores? <laughs> yeah, they're not closing any in Arizona. Best yeah. Buy's huge in Arizona because yeah, they, they don't have any. Now that Circuit City closed, they have like no competition. There is one fries here. Well, <laughs> fries is always cooler than Best Buy anyway. That's but, true. But. Uh, yeah, because, uh, well, actually, out in L.A., they're, I think they were only closing one out of, like, the gazillion they have out here. Yeah. I mean, where I live, they have a Best Buy, and right across right across the street in the mall, Best Buy Mobile. Yeah. So, yeah. And I got, they closed all the Best Buy Mobiles here. Yeah. But there was only one. The Best Buy <laughs> they Mobile, closed it. The Best Buy Mobile places all remind me of the Genius Bar. Yeah, because that, yeah. yeah, they're all just kind of general fail. I don't know if she still works there, though, but the Best Buy, the Best Buy mobile place. You're breaking up at, a little. Um, the Topanga Mall. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, there you are. Can you hear me? Okay, okay. hi. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. All right. <laughs> um, at the Best Buy Mall, or Best Buy Mall, at the Topanga, Topanga Mall in um, uh, Canoga Park, or Woodland <laughs> Hills, or wherever the fuck it is, um, the chick that works in there, the 
manager. Ugh. Oh my god, yeah. she sold me my phones, <laughs> and okay. I, I walked out of there with two headsets and fucking all types of silly shit. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, first off, I want to just say that for some reason we're experiencing some technical difficulty with the converse, the Skype conversation. So the volume doesn't sound as clean as, you know, as clean as it normally has. I'll just fucking deal with it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, we, we intend to deliver the best possible show we can. And if you can't hear part of it, well, then just imagine how much more epic it is. Because when your Mac is strong, you can't go wrong. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, oh, by the way, recommendation, if you haven't watched the Black Dynamite cartoon yet, and I'm talking to you, Adam, you're doing it wrong. Shit was fucking hilarious. If you've gone on the website, you yeah. see my review on it. It's, oh my god, this shit is fucking hilarious. Oh, man. I mean, it's the the the, the, the whole thing that really just kind of encompasses the direction they're going is the fact that for some reason ninjas have invaded the city so the normal derogatory term that you hear for the n-word is now ninjas <laughs> everything was ninja like even you hear like uh two two uh two guys talking they're like man no ninja no ninja i'm just saying you know <laughs> <laughs> like ninja please you know uh Black Dynamite had the rest. Well, ain't that the day that I learned something from a ninja? <laughs> <laughs> this shit is hilarious. I love it, man. So, like, all day I'm going, ninja, please. <laughs> you better be careful. <laughs> Unless somebody else is watching Black Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or somebody doesn't hear that I said ninja. <laughs> Hey, uh, what the fuck you say? I said a ninja. I said ninja. <laughs> Close enough, mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, I think it's time we uh, hop into some news. So, many questions in regards to some characters and how they fit into the new Fifty Two universe for DC have been running around for quite some time, almost a year now. Uh, one of the major questions is. Since the DCU is only five years old, how can Tim Drake have been have been Robin and become Red Robin during that period? Well, most importantly, how many psychics did Batman go through before he came up to Drake? Well, the answer was finally revealed during the DC Young Justice panel at Comic-Con. And it was revealed that in the Teen Titans issue zero coming out in September, readers will find out that Drake was never Robin to begin with. Quote, Tim goes straight from being Tim Drake to being Red Robin and that there was no official period of time where he was Robin, uh, end quote. Writer uh, Scott Lobdell told uh, CBR, quote, We're, we keep most of the origin intact in that he was one of the few people who could, be, who could get very close to learning who Bruce is, but it will be a very much updated version of his origin, end quote. This makes a bit of sense for people that have been trying to work, uh, that have been wondering, but from a certain creative standpoint, this gives the writer new freedom to explore new characters. For much of the past year, it's been, uh, it's been relearning the origins of the entire DCU and in some new element, with some new elements, but with this particular omission opens up a new di direction for the Cape Crusader. So if there is, so, 
that yeah, let me try that again. So it seems that he will eventually figure out who the man is behind the mask, but how will it play in the grand scheme of things since he is no longer Robin? Well, everyone will get to find out when the story comes out and the new issue zeros hit the stores in September. I'm loving all the Batman books right now. Yeah. They all tie together. They're the shit. And also, um, I need to do like a, like a, a full-fledged article on it, but the Joker's coming back. Dude. Yeah. In yeah. full force, I heard. Yeah. So I'm, I'm dope too. with that. Yeah. That should be pretty cool. All right. So <laughs> I'm sitting here on purpose. Uh, just making everything, making everything uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like going, um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, when EA asked their customers for some fan feedback in regards to their origin service, there was plenty to read about. It seems that EA has listened to the masses with the 9.0 update that EA says is a, quote, landmark revision. The user interface is getting an overhaul after a lot of complaints since its release. The friends list will be detachable from the main window, allowing users to place their friends list anywhere on the screen. The navigation menu is now a pull-down menu, which EA is saying is much more intuitive. Game libraries are getting a, f- a few tweaks as well, with the ability to resize game icons being added. Last but not least is the addition of an in-game clock, which EA says was a huge request from users. The 9.0 update is set to roll out in the next coming days. It might be out now, by the time you read this. Um, but if you're already an Origin user, you can opt into it right now. So if it's not out, you can do that. Um, <laughs> this is a major step forward for the digital distribution service. That is just over a year old. Hopefully, we'll see plenty more of these kinds of updates in the future. So, yeah, I mean, they're just playing catch up at the at the moment. But this is some pretty big steps catching up. Just because the user interface for Origin was kind of fucking lame, and um, the detachable friends list, it doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but it is to most people, you know, because they they can move it and then have more screen time. And that in-game clock is something that I love. Because I have that, um, I've been playing a lot of Civilization 4 lately, and that game has it built in to turn the clock on, and that keeps me from staying up till 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, it works for me. Oh. Well, glad it works for someone. Uh, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, after months of speculation and years of wonder, we finally have a firm date for the release of Windows 8. Of course, I mean firm, I'm... Uh, when I mean firm, I mean as solid of a release date as we can get unless something insane happens that prevents them from releasing the product on time. According to uh, Steven Sinofsky, speaking at Microsoft annual sales meeting, drop the date as October 26th, 2012. Some of you remember, some of you may remember or not, that October was a special month for Microsoft as that was when their new tablet Surface was expected to hit the market. With that being said, it was a foregone conclusion that they would release the new operating system somewhere around that same time. So now the Microsoft Collective can begin. According to G4, Microsoft is claiming that there will be over 30 games available on launch day with, quote, a variety of genres, price points, and business models, end quote. That also means that if you per- recently purchased a computer that comes with the upgrade for Windows 8 Pro, you will be able to download the new OS on October 26th to J- J- January 1st for only 
One of the main selling points of Windows 8 is the streamlined design that will be used across the PC, Windows Phone Mobile, um, Xbox Live, and the Surface Tablet. Now, there won't be a whole lot for PC gamers as Direct X 11 came with Windows 7, so there isn't any real need to rush out and get the new OS. However, one cool feature is that you can uh, you will be able to copy your entire OS on a thumb drive. Um, in the in the end, anyone that has a it, that is a huge Microsoft junkie will come out in droves and get the new OS come launch day. I won't be one of those guys because I believe in kicking back and letting the company have some time and get the bugs out of it. Although some of the bugs take longer to get rid of, as we saw with the biggest bug of all, Windows Vista. Nevertheless, <laughs> Windows 7 has a lot of life left in it, and I intend to stick with it for quite some time. I, from what I've seen, and I know you agree with me, from what I've seen, I, I have no excitement for Windows 8. Yeah, no. I, um, I do want to see it, like, while it's out in the wild. You know, people are using it, and I want to see what it does. And I am not impressed with having your whole OS on a thumb drive, because I've been doing that on Linux since I was in high school. So <laughs> I, I really, you know, oh, good for you. <laughs> and also, I, I, I've, been, I've done that with Windows. You just have to do little, few little things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know? <laughs> but, um, I mean, that's cool for the average user. You know, they can do that. And But why would you want to carry a Windows OS on it. I mean, wouldn't you want something a little more light? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But uh, they didn't say the thumb drive what had to um, wasn't uh, 128 gigs. <laughs> yeah. The the thumb, it's a special Microsoft thumb drive that you actually have to plug in. It has its own power cord. <laughs> it uses the power cord from the original Xbox. <laughs> yeah, because you know you have it laying around. Yeah, because uh, we all do. So. <laughs> Mojang reports that Minecraft was hacked over the weekend. This was uh, not last weekend, but the weekend before, um, where hackers took advantage of a, quote, flaw in the Minecraft authorization system, end quote, which let them, quote, log in as anyone, end quote, and control players' characters. End quote. Um, <laughs> quote, quote, end quote. Um, as, many as many Minecraft players noticed the servers were taking offline as a result of the hack over the weekend, uh, Mojang did Developer Leonard Axelson. That's a badass name, by the way. My name is Leonard Axelson. Because, like, Leonard kind of like, eh, whatever. And then you say Axelson. Like, oh, it's like you redeem yourself, you know? <laughs> um, he, he tweeted that, quote, the session servers are back up again and it's no longer possible to log, log in as someone else, end quote. In a blog post over the on Mojang's official site, Mojang's Lisa Winters reported that, quote, things are back up and running perfectly, end Double end quote. Double end quote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Double end quote. Um, also, she also added that the hack did not result in, quote, any leak or passwords or personal information, end quote. So when I first heard of this hack, I was curious to see what the true intent was behind it. These days, so many, quote, this is my quote, hackers, end quote, um, have, have, brought gaming networks or companies down in an attempt to push their own agenda. In this case, it just looked, it just seems that a few people were just having some fun at everyone else's expense. So they weren't end stealing quote. information. <laughs> end quote. So they weren't, they weren't stealing information. They just, oh, I can log into those big characters and destroy them. Yeah, well, uh, all it says to me is uh, we knew what uh, That's really we, knew we were doing. We we knew why Adam was uh, chose this one with all the quotes. <laughs> Quote. 
<laughs> quote. Hey, um, most of that was mine, jackass. <laughs> it was a little boom, 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 you know? Law, I have to quote it. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, a story. It'd be a story about kittens. Oh, there's a lot of quotes. <laughs> boom. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't even write three fun words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, many of us that didn't attend Comic-Con are anxiously awa- uh, waiting to catch our first glimpse of the upcoming Man of Steel. It seems that some territories will have to wait a little longer for that in- because due to that infernal thing I like to call time zones. Earlier this past week, and it was reported that the Man of Steel will have a teaser trailer attached to the film The Dark Knight Rises. That is still true. However... It seems that due to Warner Brothers' want a day-to-date release of the teaser trailer has forced some countries not to show the trailer. This particularly screws people that are wait- wanting to see it on July 19th and before or before 2 p.m. Australian time on July 20th, which happens to be midnight on the East Coast of North America. Event Cinemas informed the site... Superman homepage that people in Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand, and a few other territories would uh, would be unable to see this when they see The Dark Knight Rises due to that aforementioned if, infernal thing. However, if you plan to see it after 2 p.m. or again on July 20th, this will encourage people to run back out and get another ticket to watch the movie again. I did kind of wonder how this would come into play given that the day of the internet at the moment after... It appears in those countries the teaser trailer will pop up all over YouTube for the world to see hours before the film is released. Now, to be completely honest, I think many people will flock to see this movie regardless of the teaser trailer, but I think it's a nice bonus. I totally forgot we were going to see that teaser trailer tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it gets all it's going to do. They're just going to show the chest and the chin, <laughs> and then it's going to he's going to fly away in a and the curl because you got to have the curl. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have a curl and then maybe a, a shot of Zack Snyder getting blown away. And that'll yes. probably be it. <laughs> it's like, yes. a, for, according to what I, um, when I, I posted the story last weekend, and uh, it's like a minute and a half, which is actually kind of long for a teaser trailer. That is long. I, I think I, it's it was like, I think I said something that like, yeah, I thought it was like 52 seconds longer than I thought it would have been. <laughs> you know? yeah, usually teaser trailers... Usually teaser trailers are like that, and then they're over. Yeah. Remember the teaser trailer for The Dark Knight? Yeah. It was just like all the bats and maybe you heard like a voice. There was, yeah. You heard like basically you knew, yeah, you knew that Batman was going to be in it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then all the bats flew just in case you forgot what Batman was about. Just in case you thought you were going to see like a Flash movie. Right, yeah. You know. Which would be badass, by the way. They need yeah. to make a, the, the Flash movie. Yeah, they didn't want to confuse Batman with Wonder Woman because, right. you know, it, it can happen mm-hmm. somewhere. <laughs> you know. They're, they're writing, real quick, they've been writing Wonder Woman in the Justice League. Have you noticed she's kind of like, she's a power, powerful character, but she's kind of cutesy, too. Like, oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know she's got to she's got to be dominant, but at the same time, you've got to still want to fuck her. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I hate the artwork in the Wonder Woman book. Have you seen the artwork in the Wonder Woman book? Yeah, I haven't been a big fan of that. I'm not digging it. I'm not digging it. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what I did there? See what I did? I'm not, I'm not inclined to feel it. That kind of artwork. Um, <laughs> anyway, wait, moving right, right along. Um, <laughs> there is, there has been a lot of talk about Valve bringing their digital distribution service Steam to the Linux operating system, and now it's a reality. Valve now has a dedicated team of developers that are working to bring Steam to Ubuntu 12.04. Two guys. A popular, yeah, no, a popular distribution of Linux. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the project titled Steamed Penguin, which is stupid, has been a thing since 2011. Valve said they chose Ubuntu to work with because it is, it is still experimenting with Linux and Ubuntu is a solid choice due to its popularity and ease of use. The first game to be ported over will be Left 4 Dead 2 and the Valve Linux team is currently working on getting the Steam client, client fully functional on the Linux platform, as well as getting Left 4 Dead 2 running at a high frame rate with quality graphics. Additional Valve titles are to follow. Gamers that run Linux as their operating system have needed to use programs like Wine to provide compatibility for Windows-only titles. Of course, not all games will run this way, and even the few that do run into issues as well. Bringing Steam to Linux will be great for gamers that are running Linux, but it won't really be that easy useful until they get more than one game working. Also, Left 4 Dead is kind of old. Like, it would have been cooler if they picked a different game, but yeah. you know why they well, pick, you, you want to know the real secret why they picked Left 4 Dead 2? Why? Because it, it is incredibly easy to get Left 4 Dead 2 to work in wine. <laughs> incredibly easy. It works perfectly. Well, you know, they got to pick something easy because, you know, they got two interns running that whole show for Linux. <laughs> <laughs> two interns. <laughs> they don't even speak English. That's the thing. It's not even college credit; it's high school credit. They're just over there, you know. <laughs> no, they're getting they're in uh, middle school, getting high school credit. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're from Pakistan. <laughs> they don't speak English. <laughs> I don't know why I picked Pakistan. I just seem like off the cusp country. You know? <laughs> oh my god! No, it's two interns in China that are doing. They're behind the great firewall, and they're the ones in. Handling the uh, and their Steam their Linux, sec- their, their second job is gold farming on World of Warcraft. <laughs> right, you know <laughs> that's their experience. Space. Oh my god, that's awesome! All right, so uh, a cup, uh, pretty light on new releases in the coming week. Although one big one, Star Trek: The Next Generation season one on Blu-ray. <sighs> yeah. Um, on Netflix streaming, Dinotopia. I had to put that on there. I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I remember when that show was out, a buddy of mine, we were just cracking up and making jokes about it. And then we were like, on a very special episode of Dinotopia. <laughs> <laughs> a dramatic reading of Dinotopia. <laughs> And in movie the- theaters, The Watch, which is uh, Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, The Neighborhood Watch Aliens. I kind of want to see that, too. I like, like <laughs> Mom, shut up. Sorry, me, Ma. I just want, was trying to show off in front of my friends. I love you. <laughs> uh, anything just for, good? Just for the, 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 group of com- the group of comedians I've got in, it's just got me nuts on it. Um, oh, yeah. The only thing when I they sit in When they sit in that... When they sit in the Home Depot trying to pick out the alien. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so the only thing I have is a game for the PC. 
Legends of Pegasus. Uh, it's a 4X um, turn-based strategy game in space, which is awesome. I'm a big fan of turn-based 4X games. So anytime one comes out, I want it. <laughs> Anywhere you want it. Yeah. <laughs> and other than that, there really wasn't anything coming out that sparked my interest. But what does spark my interest is DC Comics. So let's just roll right into the uh, comic releases. There we go. And DC this week. DC this week. This week. This week. Okay, that's that's Wednesday, folks. Yeah. Um, next week or or the week after this week. That's right. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> All Star Western number eleven, American Vampire number twenty nine, Aquaman number eleven, Batman Incorporated number three, Batman the Dark Knight number eleven, Before Watchmen comedian comedian number two, DC Comic presents Wonder Woman Adventures number one. That's the kitty one. <laughs> um, Flash <laughs> eleven, Fury of Firestorm the. Yeah, well, sorry. That's the one from Russia. <laughs> oh, okay. With love. <laughs> uh, no, the I'm just saying the any any you see adventures, it's for children. So don't go running out like, oh, I wonder what one woman's gonna do now. And then nothing because it's a children's book. Um, Fury of Firestorm, The Nuclear Men, eleven. Green Lantern, eleven. Green Lantern, New Guardians, eleven. I Vampire, eleven. Justice League Dark, eleven. Mad presents, um, Batman number one one shot. That's Mad magazine by the way so you might want to check that out um national comics eternity number one new dead wardians number five of eight savage hawk number 11 spaceman number eight superman number 11 superman family adventures number three teen titans number 11 and voodoo that you do number 11 it's just voodoo by the way i just wanted to do it <laughs> yeah, go ahead <laughs> Have a little fun. yeah gotta spike spice it up a little bit that's right uh so in Marvel, we have Amazing Spider-Man 690, Astonishing X-Men 52, Avengers 28, Captain America 15, Captain America and Iron Man 634, Avenger, Dark Avengers 178, Deadpool 58, FF20, Hit Girl 205. If you haven't checked out Hit Girl, this series is actually pretty cool. I, I, I reviewed um, the first issue, and it's actually really, really cool. It bridges the gap between the first and the second volume. Incredible uh, Hulk 11. John Carter, The God of Mars, number five. Marvel Universe, Ultimate Spider-Man, number four. That's the kitty one. Uh, mm -hmm. Mighty Thor, 17. Secret Avengers, 29. Ultimate Comics, the Ultimates, 13. Uncanny X-Force, 28. Venom, 21. Winter Soldier, number eight. Wolverine and the X-Men, 14. X-Men Legacy, 270. And Extreme X-Men, number one. <laughs> what is this, a fucking Mountain Dew commercial, dude? I know. Extreme! Really? And they don't even spell Extreme right. It's X-Capital-T-R-E-M-E. -E. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in Boom this week, Clive Barker's Hellraiser's, Hellraiser, number 16. Exile on the Planet of the Apes, 4 of 4, and Planet of the Apes, 16. Okay. Uh, <laughs> damn, that was fast. <laughs> yeah, there weren't that many. Yeah. Um, in Dark Horse, we got Angel and Faith, 12, X Cop, President of the World, number one of three, BPRD, Hell on Earth, Exorcism, number two, Goon, 40, Mass Effect Homeworlds, three, Resident Alien, three, Star Wars, Blood Ties, Boba Fett is Dead, number four, and Star Wars, Darth Maul, Death Sentence, number one. In Dynamite this week, uh, Doc Shadows, number six, Deja Thoris and the White Apes of Maz, number, number 11, Lord of the Jungle, number six, Nowhere, Nowhere Man, number four, four, and Witchblade, Red Sonja, number five. All right. In IDW, we've got Ghostbusters, number 11, 
Godzilla, number three. Hawken, number five of six. Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, 15. Sounds like a romance comic book. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, num- uh, Micro Series, number six. Transformers, More Than Meets the Eye, number seven. Trio, number three. And True Blood, number three. And an image this week, Chu, Secret Agent po- Poyo, number one. It's a one-shot. Uh, <laughs> debris, number one of four. Elephant Men, number 41. Graveyard of Empires, four of four. Grim, Grim Leaper, three nope. of four. I don't know if that's a typo, but <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, Haunt, number 25. Manhattan Projects, number five. Near Death, number 10. Prophet, number 27. Super Dinosaur, number 12. And Witchblade, number 158. All right, so if you want to see a complete list of new releases, check out the website, thelazygeeks.com, every Sunday for movies, DVDs, video games, Netflix streaming, and comics. So this week has been kind of a slow news week, but uh, I found this particular story kind of interesting, and I'm gonna, it comes from CNET, and I'm going to read it real quick, and it's not very long, and then uh, Adam and I will discuss amongst ourselves. Uh, A UK judge ordered Apple to publish a notice on its UK website and in British newspapers informing the public that Samsung did not copy the iPad design, Bloomberg reported. Judge Colin Burris uh, said the notice should explain the court's July 9th decision in Samsung Galaxy's tablet did not infringe on Apple's design. The notice is to be posted for six months and established in several newspapers and magazines to save Samsung's image. Apple's lawyer tried to argue that it would be like the company having to publish an advertisement for its competitor, but apparently the judge thought saving Samsung's reputation was more important. Briss may have dinged Samsung's image a bit himself in his July 6th ruling, saying uh, when he said that consumers are unlikely to be confused because the Samsung tablets are not as cool, in quote, uh, as the iPad. Uh, the judge didn't grant Samsung's request to block Apple from making public statements that the um, Galaxy infringed Apple's design, saying that the company is entitled to its opinion. So, I thought this was a little weird. I mean, yeah, I've, never heard, I've never heard of something like this happening. Yeah, because normally when a company loses a case, they lose, and that's it. But where you have the company go like, okay, you need to write 100 times on a chalkboard, uh, <laughs> Samsung did not infringe on our copyright design. You know, it it just seems a little odd to me. I, I, I With the slingshot in your back pocket while you're writing it. Right, yeah, you know, it just to me it just doesn't seem like something that generally would happen. I mean, I've never heard of it happening anywhere here. Can you imagine if it happened here? Like, if, you know... they It would happen once a week. Yeah, you know... a company that had to apologize for being a dick. Yeah, like, DICE would have to say, Sorry, Call of Duty doesn't suck. You know, <laughs> it would be like, wait, what the fuck, you know? I mean, it just... To like, me, listen, listen, thing, things got a little heated last week. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to come out that everything's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be like that, you know, be like, okay, you know what, I know I may have said some shit, like, last week, but, you know, that was in the heat of the moment, and you know how, the, you know, how, you know, people's emotions exacerbate a situation. Yeah. But I am me anything by it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's funny 
in two ways. One, it's funny because Apple has to tuck their tail between their legs. But then in another way, it's almost saying that Apple is so superior to Samsung that Samsung's image is so damaged that only Apple apologizing and clarifying the matter will help Samsung. Yeah, you know, I mean, I to be uh, only an idiot would think that somebody buying a Samsung would think it's an iPad. I you yeah. you have to think that the person it says and, Samsung on the box. Yeah, and the thing is, is that like Apple doing this is it, it to me it kind of seems like it's a bitch move for a bitch lawsuit. You know, like to say like, oh well, we came up with this design. No one else can come up with this design because we made this design. It kind of seems like. You know what? If people are confused by it, the salesperson isn't doing their job. You know, because yeah. it's not like you—it's not like they're you know stacked in front like Coke and Pepsi. You know, oh, I accidentally bought Diet Coke instead of regular Coke. That's a mistake. You see Coke, you kind of think about it, but you don't buy a Pepsi thinking it's Coke. Exactly. You know, to, it's you know, it's like going up and say, "Oh, I w- thought I was buying an iPod, not an iPhone." It's like, y- it's like, well, why do you not read the package? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It, like, you know, anybody who makes that mistake and and and, and complains, saying, "Well, I bought this Samsung Galaxy tablet thinking it was an iPad." First of all, if I was Apple, I'd be saying, "Okay, one, you're stupid. Let's let's come into agreement with that. Okay, now we can move on." <laughs> Yeah, that's all you really have to say. Yeah, I, I just, I, I it just seems like because honestly, all, all these tablets look the same anyway. Yeah, I mean, a tablet is has a certain design, you know. It, you and Apple only has the real shiny white and silver one. Yeah. Everybody else does black, black. <laughs> I can you imagine if they did that here though? <laughs> Maybe every week. Oh my god, that would be so hilarious. <laughs> no, every week. No, Facebook really didn't rip off all our shit like we said they did because, you know, we were just mad because we didn't have a CEO who really knew how to make money, so we thought he could make quick cash, do it this <laughs> way. But we actually found out that he didn't really have two degrees that he said he did. So. This is us saying, my bad. <laughs> you know? See, see what had happened was. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I want, I so want to see Apple go out and actually their, their whatever, you know, inform their newspaper spread saying, the first words I want to see, see what happened was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what had had happened was, as I was, I was, even was listening, <laughs> and I was just talking, and, and she, <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't, I, I just to me it just seems like, I mean to be honest, I mean even like on the I linked the uh, page on the uh, show notes, and they show the Samsung tablet next to the iPad. I don't really see a difference. I mean, I mean, no, okay, let me rephrase that. I don't really see how you can confuse the two. Yeah. I mean, tablets all look the same, but these look like two different tablets. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, if somebody goes, oh, iPad makes a black one, I'll take one of these. 
oh, why does it say Samsung on it? Yeah, you don't read the box. You you think you're going to pay $600 for a thing. Is Oh, well, we didn't have a box left, so we just threw it in a Samsung yeah. box. It's like, really an iPad. That's someone trying to make you're buying for the week. How you can act, how this lawsuit, how a lawsuit like this can just simply be done and say, oh, it looks like ours. Because then you're actually saying everybody can sue everybody because, well, Motorola ha- um, or uh, uh, the playbook, even though BlackBerry, nobody would take BlackBerry's lawsuit seriously. BlackBerry can sue Acer and say, well, Acer has a similar look to us and Acer can sue Samsung and Samsung can sue, you know, everybody else. It's like, don't you think? This is it's not helping your sales. It's looking like you're just being petty. Yeah. You know, just, you know, stop with the fucking lawsuits. Don't think you're the only person that can come up with that. That's like DiGiorno, DiGiorno going, suing fucking Francesca or whatever the hell that name is. Like, their pizza's circular, too. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what the fuck is it? We put pepperonis on our pizza, too. I'm fucking suing. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Yeah. It's just it's a it's extremely silly and just I I don't understand why this is actually being and also why why Samsung why did Apple sue Samsung why didn't Apple sue fucking Rim why didn't Apple sue uh, Sony you know all the other fucking people that make tablets yeah because they all look the same <laughs> I know it's just they're all just caught up in this stupid little you know back and forth with everything and it's just like oh well they're suing over copyright infringement of this or technology infringement of the patent lawsuits and it's just like you know to be honest nobody has a patent on everything you know because if 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 we couldn't if we couldn't build up on existing technology where would we be we'd still be a dial-up yeah you know we'd still be using aol to get on the internet welcome I used to have mindset to you could change the voices. And I used to have mindset to Christina Aguilera. Jeez. And it would be like, You have mail. Like, oh yes I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like fifteen. <laughs> it was it, it meant it was more like fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> oh, still excite me. You yeah. Know. I don't know. The way she looks now though. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, as we said this week, we just like no news out there. No, it's like no real news at all. So, I guess it's time we can just go right into our uh, douchebags this week. There might have been no news, but there was a toe sucker at Walmart. Yeah, please explain. <laughs> I will. A woman says a man claiming to be with a TV show sucked her toe inside an East Georgia Walmart after claiming everything she purchased that day would be free if she complied with the unusual request. The Augusta Chronicle reports that the woman called sheriff's deputies Tuesday to describe the bizarre encounter in the Grovetown store west of Augusta. Columbia County Sheriff's reports say the man asked the 18-year-old if her toenails were painted, whether she'd watched America's Funniest Home Videos, and said he was with the show. Authorities say he asked if he could kiss her foot as part of a prank. Then sir, the woman said she screamed. The man said, it tastes so good, though, and then ran from the Walmart. <laughs> and that's the end of the art. Cool. Wow. Imagine seeing it. It tastes so good, though. Bam, and he runs. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the next level creepy shit. 
So this man is still out there sucking toes. <laughs> Remember, if somebody says they're from America's Funniest Videos, I don't care if it's real or not. Don't listen to them. <laughs> yeah. And especially at a Walmart. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because America's Funniest Home Videos is whole movies. Yeah. It's not a so prank sick. show. It... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's hilarious. It's also a really shitty show. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh man. All right. So uh a bad review for someone he didn't for someone that didn't see it. Uh this one comes from Bleeding Cool. Uh there are at the moment two negative reviews. This was released a couple of days ago. Uh I'll give the dates so people if uh, there is even a date on here. It was basically when all the oh, July 17th. That's it. Uh, so at that moment of that, of posting of this article, there are at the moment two negative reviews of the Dark Knight Rises in the collection at Rotten Tomatoes, the website that collates professional reviews into percentage based approval ratings, uh, upset by the bad reviews, quote, fans of the film, end quote, have been so vir- uh, virulent in their torrents of trolling that comments have actually been disabled at the site. And that hasn't been a fuss like this on on Rotten Tomatoes since maybe The Dark Knight, or but probably ever. Uh, critic Eric Snyder, a man who once lost his job over questionable journalistic journalistic ethics, decided he was going to exploit this. About fifty percent of the views listed on Rotten Tomatoes are added to the system by the critics film by the film critics themselves. Eric Snyder had this power, so he decided to add a summary of his fictional fictional and negative review of the film and a link. He said, The Dark Knight Rises is easily the most disappointing Batman film so far, and I'm including Schumacher's Batman and Robin in that statement. Damn. Yeah, except Snyder hasn't seen the film, according to Rotten Tomatoes, though he appears to say, um, to say he has, and the link is simply redirecting all the clicks to his own personal website, not, this, n- not to the site he is claiming. Snyder's personal site has advertising on, so there's money there, if perhaps just a little up for grabs made, uh, made of this prank. Snyder says that he is experimenting... He, he was experimenting with the trolls. Some might say he was counter-trolling. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has removed Snyder from the Wayne system, and now so now his reviews count for nothing. And announced that they are probably not going uh, now going to move to Facebook-based commenting systems that removes, at least in theory, the anonymity of the commenters. All they are asking is that their users recognize quote. We were trying to have fun here, so don't be a dick. And you could forget the the well-formed free speech argument, quote, this is a business. We have the right to refuse service to anyone we like, end quote. Uh, Bleeding Cool's own review will be posted on Thursday, and it won't be listed in On Rotten Tomatoes. Shame. <laughs> That's kind of shady, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those things. It's like, come on, dude. Uh, but, I, I mean, trolls are getting out of control. Yeah, for yeah. years. Oh yeah, but well, our major douchebag of the week is Apple. Now, before you go, oh, there you go again. Uh, it's not for what you think, but it is for what you don't think. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Um, yeah, yeah. 
this actually, sadly, this comes from uh, probably one of the few final posts of Stephen Prevenis, who has been on this, um, who has been on our site for about two months now. Um, The article he wrote about it was hilarious, and I thought it just was perfect for for the douchebag, for the douchebag of the week. So this is his words on the Lazy Geeks website. Uh, Following a barrage of media and consumer backlash resulting from their decision to abandon a voluntary, quote, green certification, end quote, program, Apple has decided that they will return to EPEAT effective immediately, PC World reports. The two consummated their reunion with an award of an EPEAT gold certification for Apple's newest 15-inch MacBook Pro. While absent from Apple's official statement, one has to assume that the phrase, dog, you know I was just playing right, is implied in Apple's actions. As you may remember, yes, I assume that you get all your news from us, thus this is a closed loop. Apple got into uh, bad graces with the city of San Francisco with its exit from the program. Other institutions, including the U.S. federal government and numerous universities, including UC Berkeley or San Franciscanito, uh, announced that uh, the move would make Apple's products ineligible for institutional purchase. Strangely, these vague statements seemed to have a profound impact on the decision makers at Apple. Now, every word that has an S in that statement is substituted with a dollar sign. <laughs> and he goes, you never realize how many S's you, until you, you, you tried to a ridiculous device like that. I regret nothing. Um, (laughs) while it is undoubtedly commendable that Apple admitted its mistake and did a 180 on the situation it is equally undoubtedly ridiculous how transparent the move was Apple decided that it no longer could adhere to EP standards for some products but there's nothing wrong with that in in and of the fact of it however Apple was instrumental in create and help creating the same EP standards that it could no longer live with when a company decides to deviate from a set of standards that they have created there has to be a compelling reason when a company is in a modern business climate deviates from a self-created standard the only explanation can be money and that can be said doubt um, doubly for any standards that it has to do with environmental accountability on the plus side of all this, those of us in the first world who are worried about, this, about the short-term environmental effects of our luxury gadgets can get our, sm- our smug back up and pumping, and the potential universe-bending chasm between Apple and the crunchy hip left is mended, at least for now. This is where you have to wonder, was the, sa- the said reality-shredding events planned by Apple only to be jettisoned at the 11th hour? Was there a plan in this in place in which Apple planned to use such a rift in the fabric of space and time to rematerialize Steve Jobs in the form of Siri, ultimately using his influence to control all of humanity? Sounds crazy, but think of this. Siri is basically a glorified version of simple text playing talk that vaguely responds to your questions, but was conceptualized and to a large extent still advertised as more what if this what if this plan was in uh, was put into place but once apple realized that series needed to be further developed they aborted it what if it all lines up what if the fu- um, what will the future bring find out next time on the twilight zone <laughs> twilight zone music make it extra scary use twilight music instead <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that was fine. Oh my god. Uh, I want to miss this stuff. <laughs> oh, good. So, uh, that was grandically fail this week. So, uh, <laughs> what was what was epic this week? Well, real quick, I, I put as the epic person week was Valve, just for actually giving a shit about the Linux platform. Um, although it's been slow going, you just never see anyone really give a shit. <laughs> any true. major and their dedicated team of two interns um, <laughs> should get the ball rolling in between uh, gold so, on the world of war so, you know <laughs> yeah i know so i know that um <laughs> i know that uh it's not, not that big of a deal to most people but i just i think it's it's just one step a major company coming coming to that platform and giving it something left for dead too yeah so Good on you, Val. <laughs> All right. Well, this was a really short podcast. Um, did it in under an hour. Uh, so before we head out, we want to remind you all that if you want to read more about these stories that we talked about, you can check them all out on the website, thelazygeeks.com. Uh, be sure to like us on our Facebook and add us to your circle on Google+. Follow us on Twitter at thelazygeeks. You can follow me on at lazy underscore nomad, or you can follow Adam over there at lazy underscore sapien you can even even email us at the lazy geeks at gmail.com the lazy geeks team is provided by the talented kevin mcleod so it's about time for us to check out so please be sure to comment on this or any podcast either on itunes or the website the lazygeeks.com tell us the good the bad and the sexy mm-hmm. because we always enjoy hearing that uh be sure to leave a comment because if you do we just may read it on the podcast remember we're thinking so you don't have to. So until uh, next week, a peace out, America.